Well, want to start today with this. Are the Bears really going to be in the Super Bowl this year? Probably not. We all know that. But there's been some interesting movement on the betting lines regarding the Bears, and it turns out a lot of people are now betting on the Bears to win the Super Bowl. Do we think it's possible? Yes, I guess, but not really. But betters seem to think it's going to happen. The Bears have reportedly boosted their Super Super Bowl odds the most this offseason so far. Based on data from odds checkers, since free agency opened, over 26.2% of bets were placed on the Chicago Bears winning the 2024 Super Bowl. The end of February, DraftKings had the Bears listed as a plus 8,000 long shot to win the Super Bowl with only four teams ranked below them. So it turns out the Bears are being bet on. Now, this could just mean nothing. It could be a whole trap by Vegas, and I... Not a big betting guy myself. I'm not going to sit here and tell you spend your whole life savings on a big bet like this. But I will say it makes sense. And what really this whole thing shows is that the whole league is catching on. And that's what I love about this. Whether it comes true or not doesn't really matter. Maybe for some it will if they make a lot of money off it. But more than anything, it just shows the level of professional respect and the level of awareness that everybody around the league sees and knows what the Bears are about to do, what they're doing, and where they've been going. People weren't doing this last year now, were they? When the Bears fired their GM and head coach, brought in a new GM, new head coach, were trying to build up Justin Fields to be who he is today. I didn't see anybody back then spending a lot of money and betting on the Bears to win it all. But for now, this year it's happening. There's a reason why. There's a reason why people are projecting the Bears to be better. And this goes all the way back to expectations. And this is why I say it shouldn't be a 6-11 and moral victory type year in 2023. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, oh, we're happy with winning five games. It's too better than last year. No. But the moves you make, with the money you spend, with the players you're going to draft, it's time to think big for 2023. Not just me saying that now. The betters are saying the same thing. It's time to think big. There's respect. There's money being exchanged. People who know a lot more about football than me even are not just expecting the same old, same old for the Bears in 2023. Betters who really check up their numbers and scour over stats are saying the same thing. It's not going to be another five or six win season for the Bears. Not going to sit here and tell you they're going to win the Super Bowl. I never said that either. I said maybe 2024 would be a year in which we should expect big things playoff-wise. But this year, you have to admit, 10-7 and 7 is not a reach or a stretch. A lot of these bettors are going to bet on the Bears for the uh, Super Bowl. As the year moves forward, they're going to cash out their bet early and just make a profit on it. It's like a stock. It's like betting on the stock market. Same thing. They're going to bet that the odds go from a plus 8,000 to a plus 4,000, double their money and get out. And that's fine. But it goes to show you that people are taking notice. People understand what the Bears are doing. People see this is going to be a season of recovery and a season of moving forward for the Bears. A year in which it could be 9-8, and 10-7, could be a wild card, could be a divisional round appearance. 
championship round appearance. We don't know, but we do know that there are things to be excited about for the Bears. We do know that the NFC North, in my opinion, is still wide open. And nobody could tell me otherwise. I know Detroit is the favorite. That's actually true according to a lot of betting websites that you're going to look at. And that's fine. Detroit certainly deserves that sort of recognition. They took away David Montgomery, which we're going to talk about in the next segment. They have Jared Goff, who, when healthy and when the right system is around him, is certainly capable of good things. They have a high-powered offense, and they've improved their defense a bit. Detroit is the favorite, for sure. But that doesn't mean the Bears can't make some noise this upcoming season. Jordan Love is going to have to learn on the job, like Justin Fields did last year, really two years ago, but even part of last year. Jordan Love, I'm sorry, is not going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to come out of the scene, throw for 50 touchdowns, and lead his team to a division win. It's just not going to happen. Jordan Love and the Packers are going to have to learn and it's going to be a pretty miserable year for them, frankly. Minnesota is the big question mark. I mean, last year they had the same point differentials they did when they fired Mike Zimmer after going 8-8, eight and eight, or 8-9. Eight so what are we really going to see out of this NFC North division? And that's why it makes sense for teams and people to bet on the Bears. Why not? The Bears have gone out. They've made big moves. They still have the number nine overall pick. They have picks relegated for the following year. They have D.J. Moore. They have a number one wide receiver. Then they have a couple of twos in Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool. They have Justin Fields, who's primed for a big breakout in year three. They have a somewhat improved defense after a couple of signings, though it looks better. They still have the draft to come. The Bears, on the surface, on paper, if everybody plays according to their capabilities, according to what they've done already in the National Football League, they're going to be a 10-7 and 7 team. Mark my words now. I've said this already. I'll say it again. 10-7 and 7 should be the big goal, the lofty expectation for the Bears in 2023, and that's not unfair or too much or out of this world. I'm not saying fire Ryan Poles if they don't go 10-7. But I'm saying you've spent a lot of money. You're drafting high steel. You've made moves, trades. You've signed people. Time to see some results. Especially if Justin Fields is trying for a breakout, like everybody says he is. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I do expect a better year than last year. And last year was good. It wasn't horrible. I expect a 92, 93 passer rating. I expect 20 touchdowns passing, maybe 510 rushing. Maybe 1,000 rushing yards, 3,000 passing yards. That's not out of the question to me at all. I do expect a better defense. I do expect weapons for Justin Fields. We see him right now. Unless DJ Moore completely crashes or maybe gets hurt week one, you're going to have some stud-wide receivers ready to catch the football. Darnell Mooney's going to be back and healthy. Got Khalil Herbert running the football for you. I mean, there's potential offensively for this Bears team. There's no reason why you can't go 10-7. and seven. I'll say this every week we have a show if I have to. To really pound it in everybody's head. Because it's true. 10-7 and seven should be the expectation. It should be the norm. 
I'm not ready to say, hey, I'm happy with five wins. I'm happy with six wins. Or they're still developing. They're still developing, but the era of rebuilding, the era of tanking is over. Time to win. Now. And all these things that betters are doing behind the scenes that no one's really talking about supports it. Based on data from odds checker since free agency open, over 26.2% of bets were placed on the Bears winning the 2024 Super Bowl. At the end of February, DraftKings Sportsbook had the Bears listed as a plus 8,000 long shot to win the Super Bowl. So at the end of February, the Bears were a plus 8,000 long shot. Only four teams ranked below them. Now, over 26.2% of bets were placed on the Bears to win the Super Bowl. So they go from being near the bottom, which is understandable, to now a lot of people are putting a lot of money on the Bears to win. They're going to be better than 3-14. and 14. I can guarantee you that, at least. And if they aren't, then I would say, hey, maybe people should be fired. Not even kidding. The Bears go 3-14 and 14 again. Well, goodbye, Matt Eberflus. Goodbye, Ryan Poles. Goodbye, everybody. But... We should be expecting 9 to 10 wins. We should be expecting a wild card appearance. This division's wide open. A stud Hall of Fame quarterback is leaving, supposedly. Maybe. We'll see. Things are going to be different. The Bears have made moves. They've made changes. They've supported Justin Fields. They have a draft still to come. These odds and what these betters are doing Makes sense. And we do need to notice and follow these trends. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know betting or you should do this or hang on an inside scoop. I don't. I don't even bet. But I do know this. Where the money goes, that tends to be where things go during the season. I do know that. And if people on the side, not really publicizing it, are betting on the Bears, if 26% of all bets have now been on the Bears to win the Super Bowl, something's up. No coincidence to me. Something's up. People are seeing something. I mean, we, we all see it. We all know what the Bears are doing, but people outside are really seeing something about this team. They're looking at this team on paper. They're seeing what they've done this offseason and what's to come still. They're seeing the potential in Justin Fields for next year. The Bears are not going to be a run-of-the-mill type team this season. I just don't see it, and I can't fathom it. This is going to be an improved year. This is going to be a year in which we will see success on some level. Not interested in a moral victory this year, and you shouldn't be either, Bears fans. Not interested in seeing five or six wins and saying that the Bears doubled their win total in 2023, or like they said with Matt Nagy before they fired him, he never went under 500. Why are you firing him? Come on, really? Till the last year? If anyone under 500, then it was time to fire him? No. Don't listen to the spin of some people in the media telling you that you got to be more patient, that there needs to be more time, that things need to further develop. No. This isn't a construction project. The Bears have spent enough money and have done enough within one offseason to turn this entire team around. 
We don't have to wait five years to see the fruits of their labor. This is going to be a year for success. we got to start noticing it and holding them accountable. And the betters are noticing it. Whether it's being publicized or not, it's happening behind the scenes. People are betting on the Bears to win the Super Bowl, ironically enough. And whether they're doing it because they want to cash out later or they genuinely think the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl, whatever it is, doesn't matter. The fact is, people are betting on the Bears to be better than last season. The Bears' odds right now are so low because of last year's record. What's going to happen this year? So people are saying, hey, you know what? The Bears are going to be better than 3-14, and 14, which they are. They might even be better than 6-11, and 7-10, which I think they could be and should be. So people are taking note, and it's happening. And we all got to take notice as well. It's going to be a new era in Bears football. This year marks the beginning, truly. Rebuild's over. Not going to sit here and justify a 7-10, 6-11 record. It's time to see results, and I think the Bears are on that right track. And as far as we know, the betting market says the same. It's time for success. It's time for action. I think it's going to be coming in 2023. Don Burr and the Hart Foundation go back and forth, huh? Talking lions, talking bears, and here's what I'll say about Jared Goff, and I know there's always a weird perception around him. When the trade was made, I said Goff would be a complete bust in Detroit, and I was wrong. I was worried because Goff was already struggling the last year in Los Angeles under Sean McVay, and I said, well, if you can't succeed under Sean McVay, then you've got a problem, but it turns out, Goff had a great year last year. Goff was actually one of the top 5-10 to 10 QBs in all of football last year. How crazy is that? Yes, Jared Goff, he was. Not a controversial opinion. It's very factual if you look at the numbers. Do I think it's going to be repeated year after year? No. Do I think he's capable of winning a Super Bowl in Detroit? Probably not. That's the difference with Jared Goff. He's like Kirk Cousins now. I like Kirk Cousins. Stat patter. Good numbers all the time. Somewhat of a leader. Somewhat. Never going to win you a Super Bowl. And Jared Goff is the same way. I like Jared Goff. Especially these past couple of years, I give him so much credit. You know, he could have really taken that trade bad. He could have been like, wow, Los Angeles doesn't want me. I'm going all the way to Detroit. They suck. I suck. But no, he actually has put up respectable, if not elite numbers the past couple of years, and I I applaud that. I respect it. I appreciate it. But do I think Jared Goff is this top five QB all the time in football, somebody who could repeat performances, and somebody who could win you a Super Bowl almost single-handedly? Answer is no. So the Hart Foundation, I'm a little bit with you on that, but, Don, I, I appreciate your support because I know that Goff is capable of good things, and we've seen it. Not going to crap on Goff and say he's a horrible QB. He has done a lot. But will he win you a Super Bowl? Eh, I don't know. I don't think so, really. I'm not fully there on that. And, you know, Goff, okay, he made the Super Bowl before. Yeah, he made it in Los Angeles. Look at that team. Look at the coach. Look at the offense. I mean, that whole team was just built perfectly for him to where had maybe any quarterback been QB that year, they would have made it to the Super Bowl. Goff needs to take over in Detroit in order to be a Super Bowl champion. 
And maybe he takes that step this year. Maybe he proves everybody wrong. Maybe he does take a step and say, hey, now I am in control. This is my team, and I'm a good enough QB to win on a whim. But as of right now, I haven't seen it yet. Because if I had, I would have seen Detroit make the playoffs last year. I would have seen Detroit make the playoffs the past couple of years. I would have seen the Rams keep Jared Goff. (laughs) Instead of trade him away for somebody else who now barely can play in Matt Matt Stafford. So before we sit here and really defend Jared Goff, I would say look at the past. Yes, he's made the playoffs six times. Yes, he's made a Super Bowl. But has he ever won it? And has he ever put a team on his shoulders to carry them there? Last year could have been the first time where I would have said, hey, Jared Goff's a little bit different. He really carried this team, and he did to an extent, but they didn't make the playoffs. They fell short, unfortunately. If we want to talk about Jared Goff as a leader and as some great QB, let's make sure the context is there. I will not say that if he had an opportunity to carry his team and he fell just a little bit short. I wish him the best. I hope this year he does it. But as of right now, we just haven't seen it yet. 